This is Waiting for Review, a show about iOS development and the Apple ecosystem. From the UK, I'm Dave Knott, and joining me from New Zealand is Dave Wood. So a few weeks ago, Dave, you set up a a new project. Um, I believe this is called Project Synapse, which is an idea for a new app. Mm -hmm. And so I was wondering, we're a few weeks in now from from that, and I know you sort of did an initial um, landing page with like a sort of um, mailing list sign up and that sort of thing to sort of test people's interest. And I was wondering, how's, how's that sort of gone? It's gone all right. Um, I, I'm, in a, I'm in a weird position at the minute where, and I mentioned this in my blog post, it's kind of like, what, what do I, what's the target number? What, what am I aiming for? And that's what I don't really know. <laughs> so yeah, like it, if I get 50 people sign up, is that, is that enough for me to be like, yeah, this is a good thing. I need to go at it now. Or does it need to be a hundred? Uh, 500 or a thousand 2000 I, I i don't know um, so um at the moment i've been quite fortunate actually I, I i just tweeted once this is all from the back of one tweet um i just tweeted oh hey i wrote this thing um it's kind of a sad post actually because it's kind of discussing how i was like sort of shutting down the company and stuff which is obviously kind of lean, uh, leading me to consider what's next and maybe project synapse is going to be what's next and yeah so i just kind of tweeted saying oh you know something along the lines of you know not not particularly easy one to write but nevertheless glad to have written it tweet done um yep and it got picked up in a few places i I mean i wasn't really expecting much from it at all i was thinking maybe i might get like five likes and maybe one retweet but yeah i think the algorithm must have flicked in twitter or something because i guess enough people must have liked it in a certain amount of time and then you know when you get that notification sometimes where it might say like David Wood and five others just liked so-and-so's tweet. I yep. guess something along those lines must have happened because all of a sudden I started seeing more people that I had no idea who they were started like writing me back and stuff. And I got it got picked up in a an iOS dev newsletter. Um, it went into the release notes newsletter last week, um, which was cool. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it just uh, landed in my inbox. I was like, oh, sweet, the release notes newsletter's here. I'll read that. And I was like... Already read it. Well, I started reading through the headlines. I thought, oh, that looks quite cool. Maybe I'll click on that. And I was like, oh, hang on, it's mine. Um, so it's <laughs> <laughs> a cool, cool little moment. But yeah, right now I'm kind of hovering between sort of 50 and 100 signups on the list. Um, yeah. Which off the back of one tweet, I don't think it's too bad going. I think that's really awesome. Yeah, it's all right. But I, again, I'm just, it's like, is that is that enough? I, I don't know. Probably not would be my gut feeling. Um, so it's really hard to tell, right? Because that kind of feels like uh, that could be heavily biased to people that know you already exactly yeah that's kind of what i'm worried about and there might be some people that kind of say know me sort of know me on twitter yeah and and the way the post was kind of structured it was a little bit sad because i was shutting down a company maybe they were like oh poor dave i'll sign up to his new thing just in case you know (laughs) Um, see what he does next yeah um so right now i'm getting into reddit and i'm trying to reach out on to some of like the um like productivity subreddits and things like that but apparently i don't have enough i forget what the terminology is i don't have enough like karma or enough basically i'm kind of new on you know like the new kid on the block in terms of my reddit account so i need to actually engage with the community and just discuss things and get upvoted and comments and stuff so i need to actually just be a reddit user for a little while before i can actually post stop looking like a bot that's exactly it yeah i mean it's kind of like those communities have got a lot of people in them so if you just kind of rock up and post a link to a blog post that's a little bit sort of clickbaity you're going to probably drive a lot of traffic to it um 
so I, I, I totally get why they're doing it. It's just kind of a bit of a hurdle. So that's just going to have to be sort of time that one and just play it out. Um, that's that's not the worst, really. I mean, I've kind of done that sort of cold messaging before in the past, and it, it, it can really kind of suck if you get it wrong. You know, like so, if you're already sort of warmed up and you've you've had a, had a few interactions with people and that sort of stuff, then I mean, for you as well, when you come to sort of um, linking your stuff or asking for people's opinions, you're not going into it completely cold. That's mm. probably going to be quite a good thing. Yeah, and actually, I'm actually quite enjoying Reddit. I've not really got into it hugely. I got into it a little bit um, back end of last year, just for some of the stuff I was doing in the Cody subreddit um, with regards to armchair but obviously that's kind of no longer a thing so i haven't had much need to go there but yeah i kind of feel like i've just like discovered this new thing i know reddit sometimes gets a bit of a bad name but i'm kind of quite liking it uh, at least the subreddits i'm hanging out in at the moment a lot of the entrepreneur um ones are quite good lots of people being just generally quite humble and discussing ideas so I'm, and again like i was saying at the start you know is 50 signups enough is 100 enough um i can kind of take that and have conversations about that on those kind of subreddits um which again could be another sort of natural place to um it sounds kind of awful like i'm trying to bait people into signing up to my landing page but <laughs> by, by me sort of having that discussion um sort of opening the floor about hey what do you guys think is 50 enough is 100 enough is 500 enough um yeah that in itself might start generating something um you, you know you just don't know do you um you don't and i, I think i've certainly found that like this is something that i feel that the ios developer community is kind of quite poor at discussing overall I, I sort of feel like there's a few people that kind of talk about stats and things that they're doing but i think general sort of chit chat between people um about you know app ideas and, and kind of how you're going to market and and those sort of things i think is actually quite uh, quite quiet overall mm. um so i think yeah you, you're probably more likely to sort of find that kind of feedback from those other communities really yeah, no, I hope so. Um, but aside from that, um, I'm not obviously diving in fully on the IDX. because I don't feel like 100% sure that it's... I don't have that like validation yet that I think I, I want. Um, but nevertheless, there is still kind of progress being made on the code side, um, not least because I just like to code as a hobby. So <laughs> yeah, if I'm going to be coding something, it might as well be something to do with, uh, with that. So I'm taking sort of pockets of functionality and just exploring ideas. Um, so that that's cool um and, but i've kind of had another app idea as well Oh, okay uh, i mean it wasn't long ago i was kind of like again said it in my blog post i was feeling quite deflated in that my sort of old apps were doing really badly and i didn't have an idea for a new one um it's kind of like buses it's like two have come along at once i mean this is like really early as an idea i mean like a few days old it sort of hinges around like an rss reader kind of thing um although i'm not entirely sure what it's going to be yet um but that's kind of not really the important thing. Um, what I thought, what I thought was interesting, I thought it'd be cool to discuss, was the fact that my immediate reaction was a sense of guilt because it's kind of like, well, what, what about project signups? Yeah, um, like this real sense of guilt about abandoning it. And then I was like, well, hang on, I'm not really abandoning anything. It's not even started yet, really. Well, yeah, and I kind of had to, you know, like back, you know, years ago when I kind of started making apps i'd get an idea and i would latch onto it even if it sucked yep and you would just pursue it because you know you, you kind of lose sight of whether it's a good idea or not you're just making something because you're making something um yeah i i kind of had to remind myself that actually we're, we're not doing that anymore we're kind of doing this 
we're doing this thing now where we sort of test our ideas. Um, I keep saying we and our, what I mean is me and I. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I kind of had to like remind myself that we're, I'm, I'm doing something different now. I'm not, I'm not just sort of like coming up with an idea and being like, right, that is my app idea and now I need to make it. I'm kind of testing the water on things and rather than feeling a sense of guilt for having having a new app idea, which kind of in theory means abandoning the other, but not really. Maybe this is a good thing. Maybe I, I should be doing more of this, having more, being open to having more ideas and kind of coming up with rough prototypes and designs and sort of putting out a preview of that other idea, effectively racing them. So if I can kind of pitch this RSS kind of idea of an app I've got, um, if I can pitch that in the right way, in a similar way to how I pitch sign apps, then you know, may the best app win. I think, um, yeah, there's certainly something to be said for um, kind of that litmus test, you know, of putting a landing page together, of, of kind of getting some feedback um, and doing that. And I think uh, racing the two ideas is a very good idea as well. You know, I mean, like you have limited resource. That was part of the point of doing the landing page in the first place. Provided you're not spending all of your time making landing pages for every <laughs> single idea, you know, <laughs> uh, because then otherwise you're in a different business, you know, and and you know, maybe there's a niche somewhere in in doing that. But um, yeah, so obviously there's a balancing point. But if you're not even started into the actual dev of an idea or the product development of it beyond the landing page, then uh, like you say, the, the the guilt is all just internal, really, and and the idea of like, oh no, I should be doing this. It's a kind of sunk cost fallacy um, that I think it's very easy when you've had a, had an idea and you've explored it, and and you know you've become enamoured with it as well. Um, that's the whole point, right? This is something that you were like, oh, that'd be cool. Um, you sort of get a bit of this this kind of commitment and. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to temper some of that because if the idea is worth doing, it's also worth waiting for a second to be 100%. Um, and then if this other idea is kind of more valuable, you're giving it the space to find that out. Uh, there's also something there for me in terms of like, I, I actually find I, I get ideas, I, I get fully enamoured with the idea, you know, I'm going to make this app, it's going to be absolutely awesome, it's going to do this, this, this and this. Have you found a market for it yet, Dave? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's it, who's it for? Well, it's for me. I'd love that. All right. So it's kind of really just your own, your own thing, and you're going to sell it to a market of one. And I sort of end up in this kind of like, all oh, right, yeah, I'm doing this again. Okay, hang on. Um, and a landing page for me is actually a really good sort of litmus test of, of well, is this idea worth it? And I'm, I'm kind of testing an idea at the moment. It's it's an app idea, but it's also got a, a, a content marketing sort of strategy. And that's something I'm not very good at, actually, is sort of putting together content on a web page to, to market the product and kind of bring people in. Um, so I'm testing at the moment whether I can sort of stay committed to putting some stuff out there on the idea and whether that's going anywhere before I even get into the, the app landing page. So, yeah, I, I think landing pages are great. You know, just for, for testing one idea against the other, but also for testing your own commitment. Um, for me, anyway, as a dev, if I can't commit to creating the landing page and kind of seeing who's interested and out there, then it was just an idea. Yeah, I, I think it's something to be said for the process of going through, that you go through when you make the landing page. 
it's uh, it's an exercise, and I think it can reveal whether the app is kind of going to be worth it in any way. I've got a horrible feeling. Well, not a horrible feeling. Could be, again, it could be a good feeling when I come to make the landing page for this kind of RSS app idea that I'm going to kind of get halfway down the page as I'm designing it and be like, yeah, this this isn't such a good idea. But better that I have that kind of realisation having only sunk, say, a couple of hours into designing a landing page in Affinity Designer versus having spent you know nights and nights and nights and weekends just having gone straight in into Xcode and you know been you know laboring away for hours and hours on end to have that realization then um yeah and yeah I think basically bad ideas come to the surface quickly when when you sort of have to make a kind of have to basically you're trying to sell them aren't you you're almost trying to sell it before you've made it uh, which is yeah. a kind of a weird position to put yourself in it's like <laughs> when i was doing the the landing page for project synapse i was saying yeah it's going to do this and it's going to do this i'm thinking is it I and mean, it doesn't even exist that's just me kind of like hoping that it might someday <laughs> uh, which is <laughs> kind of weird to kind of be, be sort of speaking in that way about something that doesn't doesn't even exist um but yeah i, I think there's there's a risk with this RSS one in particular, I'm, I'm going to kind of get into it and be like, yeah, it does this, it does this, and ah, what else is it going to do? And that's and that may be where, where it kind of falls apart, and it's like, actually, it, this this need is served, maybe not quite in the way I want it served, but it is served in a, another way by another app. Um, yep. It's trying to find trying to find a twist, isn't it, where, where, yours, where yours differs. I think I might have a twist, I don't know. Um, I'm still quite a relative newcomer to RSS as well, just in terms of you know, RSS readers. So I feel like a little bit of, again, like the new kid on the block, just in terms of being an RSS user, never mind kind of approaching it as as a developer. Um, I feel like I'm going to have to kind of ramp up my knowledge a little bit to approach it from a developer point of view rather than just an end user. And again, being a new user, which it means I'm relatively unfamiliar with a lot of the sort of go-to applications for RSS reading. So yep. maybe that I'm, I've only, you know, only discovered sort of you know scratch the surface on the applications that are available but in doing so I've, I've convinced myself i've kind of found them all and I therefore convinced myself that none of them do what i want so i need to go and make the one that does do what i want but really there could just be one <laughs> sat there the entire time that does it all <laughs> you yeah know what I mean? yeah um i think that's an easy trap to kind of end up in i know i've done that sort of researching um some of my ideas for sort of manipulating video and those sort of apps and you sort of look and go well Every other filtering app is is awful because it's like a extreme um, subscription model or whatever. There's a lot of those sort of apps that kind of try and like make you sign up for for a subscription as soon as you go, and they've got adverts plastered everywhere otherwise, and they're really aggressive. And I'm like, well, I could do better than that. And you look and you go, well, maybe there's a reason that that market is like that. You know, maybe maybe there's a reason they're behaving like that as as applications, and and it's not just because you know they all suck uh, so i think it, it can be um it can be easy to sort of kid yourself into sort of thinking you've seen the market you you know it all or whatever kind of just go no nah, i'm going to make the app so yeah i think it's good to sort of temper some of that um but equally it's there's there's value in um being a newbie you know if you're making notes on what you're finding as you go along and, and kind of the sort of um friction points that you find with the apps that are out there and that sort of stuff all of that kind of information right now can be really good at sort of informing well how could this be done a bit differently and giving you that angle yeah i feel like i don't have a lot of baggage in like sort of mental baggage with rss like maybe if i've I'd been using it heavily for say five or ten years 
I'd be more kind of set in my ways and kind of this is the way it should be done because this is the way it's always been done. But yeah, I, I do feel a sense of being empowered to be like, well, this is a terrible way of doing you know X. It should be done like this. And at the moment, I, I have kind of found one of those little little sort of nuggets, I suppose, um, where I keep seeing the same thing being done in like this kind of what I would call a bad way. And I'm sort of going through all the apps that I can find, downloading them, seeing if I find one that does it the way I think it should be done. And I haven't found it yet, but there is that kind of fear that there is going to be that one app that I'm going to make this landing page and someone's going to tweet me being like, oh yeah, just download this. And I'll be like, oh, damn it. <laughs> but, yeah. but again, that is kind of the purpose of the landing page. Landing pages relative to developing a whole app don't take that long. So even if you find out having made a landing page, it's kind of like you haven't lost too much. Um, you might find that um, that you put it out there, you do that, and the feedback is oh yeah, I actually hate it with all of these other apps that they behave in this way and I see this within yours and I really want that. You know, it might it might completely flip the other way and, and you, um, the landing page, shows that you were completely on, on target. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> uh, it was a, an alarm that I'd set for something yesterday coming back on again. <laughs> Well, that's not getting edited out. That's staying in the show. <laughs> oh, Dave, no. <laughs> I've completely forgotten where I was, and actually you looked like you were going to bounce something back to me. Um, I was I was just going to say um, I'm kind of feeling at the moment, especially since I've kind of had this second idea that and you, you kind of alluded to it um, a few moments ago, that I'm going to kind of just be building landing pages if I'm not careful and not actually building any apps. Like if I'm not careful, a yep. year could go by and I'd, I'd have built nothing. But I may have had like six landing pages for an app idea. So I I feel like I need to kind of, I'm kind of like <laughs> asking you as well, just keep an eye on me if you think I'm, you know, just kind of like veering off too much into the, I don't want landing pages to become like a procrastination tool, basically, I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So if you see, if you see too much of that, call me out on it. You know, unless that becomes your next business, Dave. Um, <laughs> you think? setting up lamp. <laughs> Landing pages. <laughs> That's properly niche, isn't it? Landing pages for iOS apps. <laughs> I think, um, I, I was wondering, actually, you've got this mailing list now for the for Project Synapse, mm. and you've got, like you say, somewhere between 50 to 100 people on there. So, and I imagine that that initial wave from people tweeting about it and, and that interest has sort of petered off. Because um, that is certainly what happened to me when I first put GoVJ out there to its potential market. You know, mm-hmm. you sort of get a wave of sign-ups and then you have to do other things to sort of keep that kind of wave going. Yeah. Um, which which I did, actually. I did a bit of a lead magnet sort of thing to the, the customer base where they could sort of sign up to the mailing list and get a freebie. Um, that was that was good. That made my mailing list go up from around about 50 people to getting on for 160 um, with a bit of a push on, on a, a lead magnet. And, and I mean it still didn't really show any sort of like kind of hockey stick sort of movement where it kind of went up and up and up and up just kept going. That didn't really happen. So I sort of saw a bit of saturation there. But one of the next steps, you've got people in the bag, you've got a mailing list. Um, Potentially you could reach out to your mailing list already, even though it's small, um, and get some, some sort of next level feedback. So... I mean, this is the sort of position where, where an initial short survey could be a good idea. That's uh, funny you should say that. <laughs> I was looking at um, Survey, I think it was Survey Monkey. I was looking at them earlier. Um, yeah. I signed up 
for a um, to be on the beta program for a new kind of flight tracking app. And in order to get on the beta, you had to go through a survey. And I thought their survey was really, really good. Like the questions they were asking. Um, I can't remember them all now off the top of my head, but it's kind of, you know, like what apps are you using at the minute for flight tracking, if any? And you kind yep. of tick. They had like ticks for like the most popular ones or like a, another one. And it's like, what do you like about them? What don't you like about them? Um, what feature do you wish they had that they don't? All that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And I think, especially in the case of, um, of sort of project signups being in the kind of market that it's going to be in, I think that kind of information could be really, really useful to me because it's, it's a very crowded market. But I think also the, the potential scope is quite big as well. Um, there's going to be a lot of users that could potentially benefit from it versus, say, like Armchair, the remote for Kodi, a sort of very small kind of by default. Very um, specific. Very specific, but this is very broad. But equally, um, I think there's going to be, a, you know, a lot of people are probably going to have a lot of opinions on this sort of stuff. Um, yeah. So if I can kind of, yeah, reach reach out to people and, and ask that kind of stuff, um, that, that could that could be quite informative i think in terms of like the overall sort of direction of the project so that, yeah that's uh that's kind of going to be sort of like step 1.5 <laughs> it's kind of like a bit yeah that's going to be kind of my plan for what i've my plan for my sort of mailing list as is um and then obviously i've got kind of plans to to grow it uh further as well it, it, all, it all it all does make you feel a bit awkward sort of just like going out of the intent of signing people up um kind of makes me feel a bit sort of like not genuine in a way like i'm i'm only going out engaging with these people in the hope they might sign up to my list um that's kind of not really how i want it to be but that's kind of how it kind of looks and feels in a lot of ways i guess that's kind of the way it has to be right now it kind of is and and that uncomfortableness is something i think that you know you we we as developers first have kind of got to get around um because if you can't speak to people now about your idea and kind of explore stuff with them well you're not going to be able to sell it later on yeah quite yeah it's a case Um, of just getting over myself really and and just kind of pressing forward with it i think there's another step which i've never done yet um and on my next idea that, that kind of gives me the potential i really should um and that is that you sort of reach out to to people directly um or you reach out to your mailing list and you actually kind of canvas for people to um to speak on a skype call or something like that where you sort of spend a bit of time you know half hour to an hour actually asking them these questions person to person rather than just through a survey and that's a step i really really want to take with with my next idea uh, because if you've got permission to speak to them on email, then you can ask the next question, you know, ask them to fill out a survey or have have a conversation or whatever. You know, you've already got their email address. They've already expressed that they're interested. You should be able to try and sort of push that, that next level. Uh, but in terms of like direct conversations and that sort of stuff, um, everything I've been reading around this sort of product development side of things sort of suggests that getting that initial kind of one-on-one feedback from people can be really quite helpful as well because it's not just about you finding out what they think it's about you articulating your idea well enough to sort of be able to hold a conversation about it mm, be a good training exercise yeah 
Yeah, and, 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 you know, recording those calls and that sort of stuff as well, obviously get permission to do so before and all of that. Um, but then, you know, you can go back through it and you can make notes from that and that sort of iteration and kind of exploration can be really informative about where to go first. That could potentially lead off from um, surveys as well. That could kind of be like the final question. Would you be open to, you know, willing to partake in a one-on-one sort of Skype call or something? Yeah, because by that point, you know, they've signed up to the mailing list, they've filled out your survey, you've, you've kind of confirmed that they're interested in the idea. Um, so maybe they'll be interested in having that chat. Okay, we'll call that a wrap. If you've enjoyed today's show, it'd be great if you could leave us a review on iTunes or if you could leave us a recommendation in Overcast by hitting that star button, that will help us reach even more like-minded people. Um, Also, we have our Slack channel. We'd love to invite you to join. Our hope is it can be a really great place for fellow developers to come and hang out. If you'd like to join, uh, just leave us a message on Twitter at WFR Podcast and we'll get you signed up. So, Dave, before we run off, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at DWRoboHeads. That's RoboHeads spelled with a Z. And you can find my apps at RoboHeads.com. Again, that's RoboHeads spelled with a Z. How about you, Dave? You can follow me online at DaveNot.co.uk or on Twitter, I'm at underscore DaveNot.com.